Hey friend, welcome back to the show. This episode is going to be especially important to moms of prodigals and moms of estranged adult children. There's a common mistake many of us make when we're dealing with these situations, and I want to help you avoid that mistake. Before we get into the episode, I also want to be clear that this is relevant for moms who have a goal of reconciliation with their adult child. Also, be warned, there's a little tough love in this episode, but I wish that someone had said these things to me when I was further back on the journey of estrangement from my adult daughter. I believe our reconciliation would have happened sooner if I would have had this information back then. And everything I'm saying here is said from a place of service and love. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, an empty nest mom of three, also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me, and by His grace, I used my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Come on in, sister friend. Before we get into today's subject, I want to remind you that you are not alone in your family estrangement journey. Too often, family estrangement or parenting a prodigal is not talked about, and it leaves us feeling isolated, like we're the only one. Whether your situation is complete estrangement, where you're not talking to your child at all, or if you have a prodigal child and you still talk, but the relationship is strained. Either way, you are not alone. If you'd like to talk about how you could increase your odds of a healed relationship with your child and enjoy your life more in the meantime, I invite you to schedule a free consultation call with me. On the call, I ask questions and learn about what's going on with your family and you. Then I go over specific recommendations for your situation and I explain how we could work together to help you get where you want to be. I answer your questions and you come away with more clarity, regardless of if you decide to work with me as your coach or not. If that's resonating with you and you're feeling like it's time to look into this kind of support, email me, jenny at christianemptynestmoms.com, and we'll set up a time to talk on the phone. 
This is the first step in changing your situation. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. One of the most common heartaches I hear from moms who have tried reaching out to their estranged adult child is this. I asked if we could work it out, and she said no. Or, in a variation of that, I asked if we could work it out, and she totally ignored me. I got no answer at all. In both of those cases, the issue is almost certainly coming from one thing. It's the question. Can we work it out is the wrong question to ask, and in most cases, it gets you nowhere in working out your family estrangement. And when I say the wrong question, I don't mean it in the sense that you did anything wrong by asking it. I don't mean that it's a bad question. It's actually a very natural thing for you to want to know. But a different question will probably get you closer to the result you want and hope for. A different question might get you to the opening of a door to communication with your estranged adult child. Instead of asking if things can be fixed, try asking something like this. Are you open to talking with me to explain your side of things? I can give you my word that I will truly listen and not defend or deflect. I just want to hear you out. Are you open to talking to me to tell me your side of things? Here are some reasons that that question is likely to work better. It feels less overwhelming. It does not ask to fix everything. It doesn't ask for things to get back to normal, whatever normal really means. And it does not imply a commitment of any kind. Another reason it feels better to your estranged child is because it suggests that you're open to considering their point of view. If they believe that your mind is 100% closed to all possibilities that their feelings have any merit, they're unlikely to make themselves vulnerable to explain how they feel. And yes, even when they are being smart-mouthed about it, and believe me, I know they can be, explaining their feelings probably still feels risky and vulnerable to them. When you go on to explain that you will not defend or deflect, You're letting your child know that this can be a conversation instead of an argument or a debate. It is not about having a goal of disproving any accusations or complaints that may arise. It's about witnessing their feelings and considering if any of their assertions could be true or even partially true. A caveat here about letting them know that you will not deflect or defend. Do not enter this offer of conversation until you're at an emotional place where you can truly do that. It is hard to hear accusations about your parenting without defending yourself. For me, that felt nearly impossible at one time. But eventually, when I had experienced my own inner healing, it got easier to do. And now I can hear my daughter out without feeling like her words define me or like I'm attached to her approval. And that, friend, is a freeing feeling. This is one of the things that I can help you achieve if we work together. You get support in experiencing all of your feelings, and we process those emotions instead of just stuffing them down. I guide you through the steps to heal so that you can come into this part of the journey from a place that is healed, strong, and empowered. Also, not defending yourself is not the same thing as admitting guilt or agreeing with your child's comments or accusations. It just means that you're listening without interrupting 
and you're considering their statements. That's all. Even if you find that you do not at all agree with something they say, you can still feel empathy that they're feeling upset. You can say something that lets them know you witness them. Like you might say, I can tell that really hurt you, and I'm sorry I didn't realize that you were upset about this sooner. In a statement like that, you're letting them know that you hear them and that you care about their feelings, but you communicate it without agreeing that everything they said is true. It's also okay to say, thank you for sharing your feelings with me. I really care about you, and I want to make sure I handle this the best way possible, so I'm going to take a little time and process everything you've said. I want you to know that I love you, and I'm trying to show up in ways that will make you feel loved. What this does is buys you time to think about things, and it also lets them know you care. You do not have to have an immediate answer in that moment. I hear moms get hung up on this part, and they feel like, well, why should I have to be the bigger person in this situation? Or why can't I just say how I feel without censoring myself? The answer is, you can say whatever you want, however you want. But you have to ask yourself, which matters more to you? Saying what you want uncensored or working things out with your child? You can be right or you can be in a better relationship. The battle that you choose is up to you. But the important thing here is that you feel good about your reasons for whichever choice you make. And I want you to really think about that. When we're in the midst of our pain, it can be really tempting to make choices that we don't necessarily want to make or choices that don't necessarily get us where we want to be in that relationship. So just give that some thought. If your goal is reconciliation with your adult child, here's some tough love. And it's something I wish someone would have said to me when I was back earlier on the journey with my formerly estranged daughter. You are the parent. The burden is on you to set the standard and example for emotional regulation and shining the love of God. Your child and you may both be adults, but you're still the mom, and that means that you set the example and the tone. You stay in control of your mind and emotions. You make responsible choices. You do not get validation from your child. You take responsibility to get the support you need from a coach, a therapist, or a clergy person. Eventually, if you show up with your emotions regulated on a consistent basis, your adult child will more than likely follow your lead. It might not happen the first time. It could take months or years of you showing up well before they follow your lead. And there is the chance that it will not happen in this lifetime. But keep leading well anyway. God's timing is not our business. And I can teach you to live a joyful life while you're in the waiting season. You do not have to put off your happiness or your whole life until your child reconciles with you. If you've already asked your child if you can work it out and received a no or a cold shoulder, it's not too late to ask a better question. Just give it some time, maybe a month or two at least, and then ask them if they'd be open to meeting up or having a phone call to share their feelings with you. You might want to do it on Zoom so that you can read each other's body language and facial expressions or FaceTime, whatever works. If they still say no, let them know that the door is open if they decide they want to tell you their side of things. And again, make sure they know that you're committed to listening without deflecting or defending. 
Is this hard to say? Yes. But if your goal is to open the door to possible reconciliation, there has to be a bridge back to the communication between you. Without communication, you cannot reconcile. And by the way, as to the question of can it be worked out, you already have the answer. The answer is yes. Even if your estranged child says no, even if he ignores you, because we serve the supernatural God who can and does defy worldly understanding. God can make a way where you see no way. And so there's no need to ask your child that question because the Bible already answered it. Sometimes progress comes in layers, smaller steps, and it's okay to let it come in increments. In the meantime, work on your own healing and work on enjoying your life. When you're coming from a healed and whole place, reconciliation is much more likely to happen and to stick for the long term. Okay, friend, that is what I have for you this time. And if you'd like support around how to increase your chances for reconciling with an estranged child and how to enjoy your life more, I can help you. I've not only studied it professionally, but I've also lived it with my own daughter. I know what worked for me, and I can help you walk through this journey too. Email me at jenny at christianemptynestmoms.com and we can set up a time to talk. Be good to yourself and know that there is hope, healing, and happiness available to you. I hope this blessed you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.